Hello and welcome to your Security Boost podcast, in which we demystify security and simplify protection for your personal and business valuable assets. I am Yota Nikolaidou, your hostess. Let's get started. Hey there. I hope you're having a fantastic day and thank you so much for tuning in. So today we are going to talk about... So we've gone over emails. Now, we go onto websites and we have these very annoying pop-ups coming um, all the time saying, uh, do we have your permission? And you're so irritated, you just want to get on, you want to access some information, so you just click I agree, and I'm sure that I'm not the only one who hasn't read in detail and gone to check the terms and conditions and all those little things on every website because the pace is just too fast. What is all in those pages and what have I clicked that I've given them permission for? So there are two points here which are very relevant to GDPR. The first is what is written in those messages. Most of the of the website owners write it in legal terms. Yes. That is not what is required by GDPR and in general when oh. you yes, you have to write it in the way that every human being, even a twelve year old, can understand what you're saying. I didn't know that. Yeah, I know. It's I'm it's sure usable. many people don't yeah. know that. It's this is about user, the usability of the website, and it's um, there are specific courses which you can learn how to do it right. So it's like writing manuals for anyone. Yes. So you don't have to be uh, a nuclear scientist to understand them. You don't have to be a lawyer to understand them. Yes. You just have to be a human being and just go through the process. The second thing they do about this uh, text is that it has to be short and precise. You don't have to, you know... You don't need 15 pages. No, no, except, you know, it depends what you are saying. Yes, But you have to be very clear what you have in those um, text messages and this, you know, policies. And usually it's about cookies, uh, it's about... uh, uh, the policies of how the the terms and conditions, how the website works, it's okay to have them and you have to have them, but they have to be written in a human friendly language. So right. no jargon, no technical terms, right. no legal terms, which are difficult for someone to understand if it's not a lawyer. Okay. That's the one part. The second part into that is that there are, uh, when we are online, websites keep to kind of track us in ways to send us information. Yes. And there are two ways to do that. There are the cookies, which are very small um, code, you know, lines of code, which do something specific. So they understand that if you want to buy something and you like, let's say, Empire dress, which is a very simple example, they will know next time that you want that. Yes. The other thing is that we have very dangerous category of cookies which are called super cookies yes those are installed to your devices and they track what you do on your on your computer that's not legal i have to have super cookies because every time that you know i say that i'm going on a holiday it's amazing on other on every other site that i go to they say well don't you want to go to this hotel don't you want to go and they know i'm going to (laughs) to that uh, place on holiday. Probably they do have super cookies, yeah. So 
if how this, does one know? Usually you understand that they, it's like they are tracking your behavior. So yes. whenever you're looking for something, you find it in front of you. And there is this contradiction between marketing and being too intrusive to human lives yes, and, and to you exactly. know, the, the, your clients. And sometimes it's, mm. it's obvious and it's not nice to, uh, for someone to know all of your habits. And when we go yes. with security, it also, it's also very dangerous because we don't know how they collect and how they protect that data. So let's say that even if you do like to for, for a service to have all this information about you, do we know how it protect it? Do we know how these people who take the yes. information use it? So all this information has to be written down if you have a website and if you are if you have visitors to your websites, even if they are buying or not, they are still your clients or your audience. So they have to know exactly what you will do with those data. And you have to be responsible as well, because you cannot say something which is not valid. I cannot promise to someone that, you know, your data are super secure if I am not doing anything about uh, securing them. So there are many websites now they say I'm GDPR compliant because they think that writing a uh, you know, a cookies policy or a privacy policy or terms of use makes them compliant. That's not the case. Right. We've got the third category. Yeah. Um, every time I speak to you, I'm thinking that, you know, we should just switch off the computer, but one really can't do that. No, we, we, the, the whole point is not to, you know, go back to the cave age. Yes. It's to be aware and to, yes to be in control of our environment and yes. our online environment affects our physical environment. Exactly. And that is the relation we have to understand and be very conscious about it. Yes. So that is what is the message I want you to take. Yes. That you can protect yourself. We can protect ourselves. If yeah. you've got a question, please um, do go onto the uh, Facebook page, Saskia Constantino 2018, and uh, right at the top where it says Saskia's forthcoming interviews, you can post a question. Um, if you have a question for uh, Yoda Nikolaido, my specialist and uh, VIP guest here today for from Secure World Vision, and um, she'll be able to answer it. So, uh, Yoda, we carry on now to newsletters. Mm-hmm. Because that's another, uh, it's different from emails yes. in a way, isn't it? Well, newsletter is a kind of a constant communication with you. They send yes. you uh, information on a constant basis. Sometimes it's too much. Yes. And on a daily basis. Yes. So when we have to, we have to be careful how we handle newsletters. First of all, newsletters, you have to, um, it's the way you, you get into a list. So if I, um, I want to use that information, let's say we have a, I have a website or a landing page. Somewhere they click to get on my list and then give their name, email, whatever information they, I want them to give. Uh, I have to be very precise on that, saying that, you know, I'm gonna send you this freebie, this, um, you know, something that I give free or yes. we, we call it lead magnet yes. in marketing. Um, I will send you this information, but I will use your information to send you more free yes. resources or 
I will use it for marketing purposes in the future, so they have to know. Now, in that form, that is for personal data. So if I, I request a name and an email, it's okay to have that. Yes. If I'm going to ask information like, when, when is your date of birth? Uh, what, what is your, you know, all this information like uh, medical data, all these things that, uh, what is your, uh, if you are a male or a female, this kind of stuff, we go to a sensitive area. Yes. So we cannot ask people, uh, you know, about their food pre preferences or their medical records and don't say uh, that we will use that for this purpose, for this, uh, for sending you newsletters about something. Right. So if I would be, if I was a medical practitioner and practitioner, practitioner, I'll say it yes. right. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Yes. And um, I want to send information to people who have a specific problem. They yes. have, uh, I don't know, a heart problem, let's say. I'm going to collect sensitive data for them, which, you know, health is sensitive. Of course. We don't want anyone to know everything about us. I want to send them supplements or, you know, marketing yes. related information. I have to put a tick box uh, underneath their information and I want them to tick on it saying next to it with a message that, you know, I'm going to use this information to send you relevant uh, marketing material for for your condition. Yes. That's very important. It's a difference between sensitive and uh, normal private data. And then um, on the actual emails, we always have to have on the bottom of the email that they, they can sub unsubscribe anytime or they can change their subscription preferences. So you might don't want to receive everyday emails yes. or you might don't want to receive ever any more emails. Yes. You have to be able to do that as, as a visitor or as a client or as a, you know, a user of a service. What happens when they don't, when they say that they've unsubscribed you, and as you said before, maybe you're on another list and you haven't been answered, what can you do? There is one thing you can do, and that is what GDPR gives you the power to do. You have to inform the Data Protection uh, Commission in, in your country. And I have to say, in Cyprus, wow. they are doing a very good job. They are very busy. Uh, I know they are working hard. So this is how we also, because many people ask me, many business people ask me, okay, um, if I, they, they were expecting that 25th of May, which was the starting date for yes. GDPR, would be like the doomsday and everyone who didn't, was, who wasn't compliant with GDPR yes. had to, you know, would pay out millions. Pay millions. <laughs> yeah. But the reality is that this is, um, you, you realize that you're not compliant when you have a data breach or a cyber attack. Yes. Or uh, someone is making a complaint about you. So, only these two ways will show that you're not compliant. But think about it for a moment. Even if you don't, um, even if you don't complain to the data commissioner, you become a very unsatisfied customer and you don't want to buy from them anymore. So GDPR compliance is doing them a favor, to be yes. honest. Yes. So there are two points. You can call the data commissioner and say, you know, this company, this organization, um, I didn't subscribe, I did request for that, and they are keep sending me. Right. And you can also, uh, one part that is very important is that on their website, they have to also give you an email address or a contact point, just in case they didn't got, um, they didn't do it right, you can send them an email and say, I uh, haven't subscribed, but I haven't, 
you so know, you give them the actually um, some kind of uh, warning that yes. this is going to come up. Yeah, but you are allowed to report them. Th that's the authority that is given to people. So we've um, got a message from uh, Mr. Christos, and uh, he asks, so is that the end of spam emails? It should be because you can report them, and they, if they don't do it in the, you know, if they, do, if they didn't do it to comply with GDPR, they have to pay the fine. So, and you can even, you know, get them to the court if they don't do it. So, yes, you have the right to uh, stop having spams on your email. So, uh, Christoph, you've got uh, messages that you don't want to see. What you have to do is send a message to info at dataprotection.ie. I eat info at dataprotection.ie. That's the uh, email where you can actually report and say, um, I've requested to be removed from the list. I haven't yet been removed. Um, obviously, give the company an opportunity. I how long should they have? They should, should have 30 days according to the regulation. But 30. not Yeah, but obviously, if we are talking about normal cases, it's much less. They shouldn't, it shouldn't it should take be them immediate, actually. Yes. If mm. we are talking for organizations, big organizations, which, to be honest, are more compliant than smaller ones now, right now, yes. th we should allow them about a month. But you can still send the email so that they know that you haven't. So let me explain what I yes. mean with that. Yes. I, I mean about the email you will send to them to inform them that, you know, I want to be out of this list and you didn't yes. do it. That is the 30 days. You should be able to be out of any uh, notification list within the same moment. So once you click, they have to comply. I cannot wait to hear your comments. So leave them below or head to yotanikolaidu.com and let's continue the conversation. You will find the link in the description of this episode. Have a great day and until next Monday, stay safe.